Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to How to Survive, the show that teaches you how to survive the things that can kill you, like brain-eating amoeba, Ugh. being a woman in Texas, mm-hmm. unfriendly insects, yes, and the things that just make you wish you were dead, like spinach in your teeth, mm. visible panty lines, oh boy, how about forced French kissing, yeah, yeah yes, Awful. Horrific. What if that all happened at once? Oh, no. With visible panty lines. No. That's the worst of it. And spin it. Ugh, gross. You know what would help? Our theme song. Let's do it. Ground is shaking under our feet. Mountains on fire flooding in the street. Can't breathe the air. Can't fight the feeling. Goblin down. Xanax ain't the way to be dealing. Gotta do better than just getting high. We gotta stick together if we're gonna What was that noise? Oh, just so, as we started, she got a text or something. I don't know if it was my phone. It might have been my phone. I'm so oh. sorry. I'm don't worry. So, your sweater and your phone case sort of um, are paralleling each other today. I'm full of color. You are full of fall colors. Oh. Do you like a jewel tone? I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I'm embracing them. Yeah, as you get older? Why not? Right. It's Birds, time. Birds, jewel tones. It's time for jewel tones, isn't it? I'm entering my <laughs> like jewel a, tone era. a burnt orange. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, you're in a we're burnt both, orange. We're both wearing sort of look a burnt orange. Look at us. We're going to look so good in a photo today. Aren't we in a photo? Should, should we do our new pics today? No. No, let's not. No, the hair is not No, cooperating. I have, I have uh, bad hair today, too. Really? Not too. Your no, hair looks great. No. You're wrong on both accounts. We're both wrong. Um. So how are you? Well, I'm going to just say, yeah, I'm okay. Okay. I'm fine. Seems like a build up to I'm fine. Yeah, I just, uh, I wasn't sure how much I wanted to get into (laughs) things. Uh, Fair enough. (laughs) Um, enough. My son's homesick. Yeah. uh, Making eclairs from like a 1962 Betty Crocker cookbook. I think it was my mother's. I'm a little concerned that he has, because you said he has diarrhea and is throwing up and he's cooking. Oh. Is that a really good idea? He's not throwing up. He just had diarrhea last night, uh-huh. and now he said, 
I'm so afraid I'm going to have that diarrhea at school. Please don't make me go. Are I'm you not, saying he's not sick anymore? He's only sick for one day? I don't know. He just said, I still don't feel well. Okay. So I think that's fair. No, it's totally fair. It just seems like if you have a virus, maybe don't cook and I mean, spread your virus to everyone who's going to eat your food. He washed his hands. It's <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, right. we, we won't share the eclairs out of the house. We had a get together for a, like a sort of a carrying on a Hanukkah tradition that my mom had. And uh, unfortunately, Garen couldn't come because of his dog. We yes. missed you there, how, Garen. How Thank is you. Dexter doing? He's doing good. Um, okay. Good. It, 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 I, I don't know if I'm wishful thinking, looking and seeing yeah. progress from this medicine, which I thought would take time. But it's a steroid. So my mom said that steroids act fast. So okay. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. He still stumbles. It may be lessened a little bit. So I'm a little so what, hopeful. What is the diagnosis? We're highly likely that it's a brain tumor. So oh shit! It it's a band aid. It's a stopgap, oh, basically. Okay. So it's I'm it's sorry. like a pause on the timer, maybe. Yeah. Oh but, baby. So I don't know how long. I mean, it could be tomorrow. Something could change, and mm. you know. But so the okay medicine now. is just to make him feel more comfortable. Supposedly, it shrinks the tumor. Oh, okay. And lessens. Okay. It's like there's can't there's treatments to shrink. Tumors and dogs, right. but not humans. I don't, yeah, what? I don't get it. And it's twenty dollars. I don't understand. It's called Alpo. <laughs> <laughs> Does yes, Alpo it's still Rachel exist? Ray food. I hope so. I don't know. When I was a kid, that's what we gave our dogs. That's my only reference. I think they're still around. You can probably buy it. So, so far, so good. Okay, well, we're keeping a good thought for Dexter. Yes, yeah, keep I mean, us posted. Hopefully, we there's all... a long time, but you never yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. So, but the big news was that our children. Got to meet for the first time. Yes. and Very exciting. Yeah. yeah. And they all hit it off. Did they? I don't even know. I wasn't really around the kids that much. Oh, yeah. I think it, I think it all went well. I mean, they're very different ages. Yes. Extremely um, different. But I uh, know my kids had a really good time. Good. They're I'm still so talking about it. Oh, good. And uh, every once in a while, Benji's just walking around with his vegetable steamer that he won. <laughs> Going, I got a vegetable steamer. So we played a white elephant game. And, <laughs> so excited about um, it. You know, where you, you get the gift and then you open it and you pass it around and different things happen. And um, Benji, anything kitchen related, Benji had his eye on yeah. and apparently took all of it home. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I was like, Sven was really stressed about it because he's like, <laughs> oh, no. I think Benjamin took too many things. <laughs> like, I think he took stuff from other people. <laughs> and I was like, did he? Like, you know, sometimes I'm a little oblivious to certain things mm. going on. And and Sven is very he's much more um, worried about committing any social faux pas oh. than I am as far as like making sure you know like yeah. offending other people. Um, and he goes, yeah, I think he was just taking other people's stuff. And I go, I don't think Benji would take something from someone right. else. I think it was more that there was some stuff on the table left he's, over. Yeah, because yeah, but he took more than his share. And I go. I don't know. He goes, I think that stuff's meant to be left for the hosts. No, 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 and I no. Go, I don't need a vegetable I go, steamer. you know, I'll check with Danielle. I, th- I think it's okay. I think Benji was just excited to get kitchen stuff. Like, I mean, he, there were a pair of ear pods and he was like, he no, gave, he gave up ear- Garen, <laughs> earbuds. He gave up the earbuds for, was that for the hot sauce? Yeah. For a set of <laughs> hot sauces. He doesn't even like hot sauce, by the way. <laughs> then why did he want them so bad? So he can make stuff for Alex. Oh, because she likes she hot likes sauce. Hot oh my sauce. god, that's so sweet. You got to get this kid on MasterChef Junior. I know he really <laughs> auditions are open. I checked, and he brought the. He checked, so we Oliver started watching Succession. Yes, which I think I mentioned, and so I've been watching it with him. 
And we got to like the third episode, I think it is. And uh, Roman goes, you watch the, Spanish, mm-hmm. I mean, Succession. So Roman goes into the office. He's like, oh, I finally got my own office. And he starts shutting the, dra- uh, p- pulling the blinds down. And yeah. I'm like, oh God, here it comes. Because I remembered what was going to happen. So I'm just like, oh God, I don't really want to watch this with him. But <coughs> here we are. Yes. So this is where he, Roman leans against the window looking out onto the city and jerks off onto the um, glass Oh, right, wall. right, right. And um, I felt I should say something because <laughs> I was so uncomfortable that I just said, what's wrong with him? <laughs> She's like, <laughs> the understatement of... He knows I've seen it before. That's hilarious. And I just, I mean, wait till we get to the showing you the dick pic of. Uh, remember when he shows the dick pic to Jerry, but it ends Who up going to his dad. Who do you think was more uncomfortable in that moment, you Hit, or I'll I think him? Her. Probably more so after I said that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it doesn't it make things better. It didn't help. What's wrong with him? <laughs> Well, actually, you'll find out. There's a lot wrong with him. There's so much. And he has good reason to be acting out. Um, Yeah. (laughs) That's so so funny. Well, when that episode happened, when we were watching it, the episode where he sends the dick pic to his dad. Yeah. And he does that thing where he, like, crawls into himself. (sighs) We showed that part to Oliver because we thought it was so funny. I think we actually accidentally showed him the whole thing because we thought it was so funny. Yeah. So he's already... You know, experience that, that. Yeah. but but now we're on the um, <laughs> now we're on the Tom. We're about to get to the Tom's bachelor party, and I remember something. I don't remember I don't what remember. happens, yeah. but I remember it's really really gross. And yeah, ugly. I don't know if this is the four on the floor thing where they're like a tre- bore on the floor, bore on the floor. I think that's later, but this is something bad. Okay, yeah. So I'm just like, oh god. But he loves the show. Like he's so into the show. It's I can imagine. He, he's just, he, you know, he, he went to the screenwriting camp and he had written this thing and he's like, I just don't think it's any good. I'm like, why do you suddenly don't think it's good? He's like, well, I mean, listen to this dialogue. I'm like, <laughs> you l- cannot compare yourself no, no. to the writing of perhaps the best yeah. show you gotta maybe him, ever made. On Make him watch the Ira Glass thing about when, when Ira Glass, this is so freeing, where Ira, Ira Glass talks about... Um, I don't know what it's called. I'll find it. But basically, he talks about the struggles of creative people when your when your taste exceeds your talent. Oh God, the story of my life. Sure. Me too. But yeah. like this idea of like you can't do that essentially. Right. And he articulates it so well that for me, seeing like listening to him say that was so um, illuminating. Okay. So is I'll, it a podcast? Is I, it a show? What it might it? just be an audio clip. Okay. Um, but it's really wonderful. And okay. he articulates it so well. And he's so wise. You know, I mean, it's Ira Glass. Mm. But it just made me feel really, I don't know, like seen in a creative way. Yeah. This idea that like you can't compare yourself to the right. things you like. Because yeah, if right. you're, you're going to have good taste. So you're going to like <laughs> really, really amazing funny. things. But that's not where you're going to be necessarily. Yeah. And you have to let go of that idea that like what you're going to create is going to be at that level yeah. necessarily. Like, 
It's also funny because I once saw Ira Glass live in some show he did, mm-hmm. and it wasn't very good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so there you go. Maybe he's not. not <laughs> he uh, might not be that, that wrong. Right. The other thing I wanted to say was that much like um, a child lost in a in the Descanso Gardens. Yes. My butt is missing. What happened to it? I was sick last week, yeah. as you know. And it turned out it was it had nothing to do with drinking wine. Or if it did, I don't know how that's possible because I was sick all week. Yes. And I didn't eat much and I didn't go to my class, my Pilates class, and now I don't have a butt. That's all uh, it takes is one, one week, week and you lose a butt? Yeah. Well, one week and fifty years of living. I mean I'm old so I'm gonna lose it anyway, but it's it's gone. It's completely oh, gone. Yeah. There's no differentiation between my butt and my legs anymore. You know what happened to my butt? What? It went square. Oh, mine started square. <laughs> no, it did. Really? Yeah. I've mine... never met anyone else with a square butt. Well, mine, I come from a family of square butts. Mm. Uh, it's a genetic thing. and But it used to have like a kind of a roundness. Mm-hmm. And then it just, I could see, I was like, oh, I'm getting that family butt. Mm. And it just went square. What do I do? You accept it. Oh, no, I don't want to. Well, I just don't look back there. Well, honest to God, my underwear were fitting different. And I was like, what is happening? And then I looked and I was like, oh, it's completely gone. It's completely gone. I mean, there's just no butt anymore. Yeah. I guess I'm just going to have to eat donuts and there you go. And do uh, squats. <laughs> I guess. Or you could just not. Accept it. Yeah. You just accept I it. Know. I mean, I don't know. What's the difference? Are you going to be that much happier? It's mm, a good question. It's just depressing because it is such an, a sign of being old. You know what I mean? That's why it's depressing. It's not like it's you know it's like oh right you get old and your body falls apart. It's just yeah. it's depressing. Well, it still sits. <sighs> yeah. If it helps, I've never had one. You oh you've never had one? No, the screen door back there. Yeah, just... I always call yeah mine is just flat and wide. <laughs> it's like a modern television. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we can put movies on our butts yeah I'll, I'll i'll watch um this is the end of the world you hurt my leave feelings. the world behind showing on daniel's butt yeah friday Saltburn showing on my butt saturday <laughs> oh wait can i tell one more story yes so i saturday night we were maybe going to go to this fancy holiday party okay that then we didn't end up going because of benji's soccer championship but i thought i was gonna go so i was trying on this jumpsuit that's kind of sexy alex came in the room and she goes you're going to a party right and i go no soccer (laughs) and she goes oh no we don't do that in this house (laughs) are you kidding me that's hysterical and walked out She's so funny. We don't do that in this house. Oh, my God. I actually did uh, end up kind of making fun of your kids, too. Not making fun of them, but, like, doing what you do, which I, like, gaslighting them. Good. Because they were playing ping pong, and there was a ping pong that has a hole in the middle. Yeah, yeah. That my grandfather, my grandfather, Oliver's grandfather gave to him. I love that. As, like, a joke. Jimmy's dad. So... Alex was like, how did this happen? And I said, Walver hits the ball so hard and so fast that it, you know, it, yeah. it put a hole in the um, <laughs> paddle. And both of your kids were look, looking at me like, really? I'm like, yeah. Good. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think they're just marks. They are. They're fun. <laughs> they're fun to mess with. Okay. All right. Let's do this. We are going to discuss how to survive an unfriendly insect, that insect being 
tsetse fly. Ooh, I don't care for that. Yes. You mind pronunciation or just the as I'm, it exists? I'm picturing the spelling being like T-S-E-T-S, like lots of S's and T's. T-S-E-T-S-E, that's exactly right. Oh my God, I'm so smart. I always thought it was tsetse fly, but I looked it up, it says CC fly, and then I watched some British woman say it and... I mean, that's totally different pronunciation. So yeah, they call it me. like a jumper fly. <laughs> <laughs> jumper yes. fly. I do have a picture. or I, Let's see if I have a picture. I Did you bring an actual one in? Of an actual yes. fly? It is kind of gruesome. Oh, Let me see. Can you see that from there? Ew. Okay. Is it that also two size? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Jesus, I hope not. <laughs> they're, they're six inches yeah, long. Yeah, they're six inches CC long. CC dog. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... Uh, what is African sleeping sickness? Oh, have you ever no. heard of that? No, I African, have not. African sleeping sickness or Afri- African trypanosomiasis is a disease caused by a parasite. It is passed on by the bite of the infected tsetse fly. Okay, what causes African sleeping sickness? There are two types of the disease. Okay. They are named for the areas of Africa where they are found. West African sleeping sickness is caused by the parasite Trypanosoma brucei gambiens. You sound perfect. Uh huh. This long term chronic infection can last for years. Mm-mm. East African sleeping sickness is caused by Trypanosoma brucei rhodesiens. It's a short term acute illness that may last several weeks to months. Cute. Acute. It's acute. It's acute. So I'm guessing Gambia and Rhodesia, which Rhodesia is the old name of. I know this. I can't remember. Um, anyway, people from the U.S. who travel to Africa are rarely infected. On average, one U.S. C- citizen is infected every year. The person is typically infected in East African game parks. All 40 cases that have made their way to the United States were the East African type. Okay. Okay, who is at risk for African sleeping sickness? The only people at risk for African sleeping sickness are those who travel to Africa. Also, those who live in Africa. Yeah, those people uh, maybe too? <laughs> yeah. That's where the CC fly is found. The parasites that cause the disease are passed on only by the CC fly. So they're just the messengers. Don't it's not their fault. No. CC fly lives only in rural areas. They live in woodland thickets of the savanna and dense vegetation along streams. Visitors to cities and other urban areas are usually not at risk. So it's more in the rural. Yeah. I wonder why. Is it sanitation stuff or is it? Um, they live in... Oh, I'll get to it, I think, but I don't, I'm not okay. sure exactly. It's just, they live in, not a marsh, marsh isn't the right word, but. A bog. Grass, maybe? More, they live in the moors. They live in the moors. <laughs> the like Heathcliff. Yes. Yeah. With Heathcliff and Catherine of the. Do you know that I've never read Wuthering Heights? I've never seen any adaption of Let's Wuthering Heights. Let's read Wuthering Heights together. Okay. You know, I read it, I think, when I was a teenager because I loved the song, Wuthering Heights. I don't know that song. It's a Kate Bush song, and then Pat Benatar covered it. Does it say, go running up the moors? <laughs> yes, kind of. Um, it's very. It's like Heathcliff. Um, it gets very high, mm-hmm. uh, better than what I just did. And so I was like, well, I should read this book. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I really got it because I was too young and I hadn't read enough literature to really understand. Mm-hmm. It also might just be boring. Boring. Yeah. But I do love Jane Eyre, which is her her Jane Eyre is. Not Charlotte Bronte. I think Jane Emily? Eyre's Emily Bronte. One of my favorite books. Mm-hmm. 
Doesn't mean I'm going to like her sister's no. book, but I I'd, mean, you could like Meg Tilly and not like Jennifer Tilly, for example, or not or like vice versa. or neither or neither. But I'd love to try it again. So if we ever decide to do that together, okay, I I will do it. Good. If we ever decide to, yeah. It, but it's just one of those books that it's so in the I don't know if the zeitgeist is the right word, but it's so in pop culture that you know things about it, even though you've I've never read it, I've never seen it, I know characters' names, I know Moors, I know Wind. But also, would you recognize a Moor? Well, like if you were upon a moor, would you know you were upon a moor? No, I would right? just say it's cold here. <laughs> you were just like, can I have another sweater? Can we yes. go inside and get a hot toddy? Yes. There are now. No, never mind. <laughs> Heaths. Oh, geez. I don't know the so difference between a heath and a moor. I learned I've, I've viewed heaths when I was on an island in Germany. OK. And I was like, OK, here we are. Here's a heath. Now I know. Oh, and what is it? It's like. A more. <laughs> it's it's a little different than a more. Well, it's sort of like a grassy. It's not grass. It's like vegetation that grows, and that's all I can really tell you. Okay. <laughs> is, is it very green? Yeah, it's it's very green. It sometimes can have some flowers, oh. and and it grow. It's sort of in a sandy area. Hmm. So I don't really know why it's considered a heath. But I remember reading about it, and now I've already forgotten. Okay. That's all I know. I Sorry. like a Heath bar. I don't remember if I do. Oh. Isn't it real, like, uh, crumbly? It's, yeah, it's, like, hard. It has, I think it's milk chocolate over... Like a bunch of brittle... Brown stuff that crumbles. Yeah, it's crunchy. No, oh, thank it's delicious. You. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. How about a score bar? I don't know what that is. Oh, my God. You're missing out. It's like that, but dark chocolate, I think. I do like dark chocolate. Okay, um... The disease is found mainly in tropical Africa. The greatest risk of getting it is in Angola, Central African Republic, Chad, Congo, Democratic Republic of Congo, Malawi, Tanzania, Sudan, Uganda, and Zambia. A lot of those places you listed, I think, are very low on my travel itinerary. Oh, really? I'd love to go to Africa. Not, Yeah, but some places aren't places I want to go. I don't honestly know the difference between most African countries. I don't know like what is known for what. Exactly. Yeah. So I can't say. I feel like oh, some it, of them are like, yeah, you don't probably want to go to like Congo. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know either. I would just like to go on a safari. Okay. I don't mean not one where you kill animals. Is that the same word, safari, just looking at animals and also going to kill animals? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to do the killing part, but I would love to see the big animals. What if you accidentally signed up for the wrong one? Oh, well, I got to kill them then. You don't <laughs> want to look like an idiot. You would do it? Oh yeah. <laughs> you, you would be you would Guns never do it. You would never do it because you are the person like I would do it. I'm the person who just You would goes, eat animal you would cut, I, I, I would cut go on animals? I would go along with it because I would be like, I don't want to make a fuss. And you're the person who's like, I'm not doing this. You definitely speak up for yourself. Well, not in every situation, but certainly when it comes to killing large game. Yes, yeah, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You're so funny. But if, if I was scared of the people, like remember those people that wrote that book? The woman who wrote that book? More general. <laughs> what are you saying? You know that book that became a movie. Sorry, I'm taking up too much time. No, I just don't know. What I you're saw saying. you looking at the clock. Well, only because our guest is coming over today. You know. Oh God! What's the book that became a movie? And we, the woman who wrote it, Wild, turned out to be. 
she and her husband killed some people in Africa. What? What? God, you know this. Okay. Oh my God. We're going to put a pause on that. We're going to get to it in um, what do we learn today because I'm completely fascinated and probably will stop reading the book I'm reading right now to read that because that sounds good. Okay. What are the symptoms of African sleeping sickness? Where the crawdads sing. (laughs) That's a... Wait a second. I read that. Where the crawdads sing. Yeah. She killed people? Her husband. Oh my God. What? Yeah. Is where the crawdads sing the one where they're, she had a horrible childhood? Yeah. Okay, I'm completely... And they made it a movie, but yeah. I didn't see the movie. Listen, we'll come back to it. Okay. I'm sorry, C- keep going. Tsetse C- fly bites can be quite painful. Travelers often recall being bitten. Oh my God. A painful sore often shows up at the site of the bite within a week or so. It's Does a worm come out of it? <laughs> <laughs> Everything in Africa has a worm coming out oh, of God. it. Oh God. It's called a chancra. C-H-A-N-C-R-E. That's the name of the sore that shows up. Oh, yikes. Each person may have slightly different symptoms, but symptoms tend to happen within one to four weeks of infection. At first, they may include fever, skin lesions, rash, swelling, or swollen lymph nodes on the back of the neck. No. That would scare the fuck out of me. Oh, my God. After many weeks, the the infection may become... Uh, meningocephalitis. Oh my God. This is an infection of the brain and the fluid surrounding the brain and spinal cord. As the illness gets worse, symptoms may include severe headache, personality change. Oh no. Weight loss. What if you become more interesting though? (laughs) (laughs) That could be a benefit for a lot of people. Irritability, loss of concentration, progressive confusion, slurred speech, seizures, difficulty walking and talking, sleeping for long periods of the day, check. I have that already. Yeah, and insomnia at night. If left untreated, death will occur within several weeks to months. Okay. The symptoms of African sleeping sickness may look like other health problems. Always see your health care provider for a diagnosis. How is African sleeping sickness diagnosed? If you have a fever, rash, or chancre, which is the ulceration of the skin, after returning from areas in Africa where you may have been bitten by a tsetse fly, contact your healthcare provider. Tests can find the parasite. These tests may include blood samples and a spinal tap. Mm, I've had one of those. It sounds awful. Ugh. Your provider may also take a sample of chancre fluid or tissue or fluid from swollen lymph nodes. We're going to take a tissue sample. That sounds fun. <sighs> How is African sleeping sickness treated? Okay, I'm going to get into that a little bit more. But your healthcare provider will feed We'll figure out the best treatment for you based on how old you are and all that kind of Should stuff. Should I call my doctor? <laughs> yeah. Make an appointment. Medicine is available to treat oh, the disease. Oh, oh, good. You will need to stay in the hospital. After you go home, you will need follow-up exams for about two years. <gasps> These will include uh. a spinal tap. Because this infection is so rare, your healthcare provider may talk with an infectious disease tropical medicine specialist. If the disease is not treated, the symptoms can worsen to severe illness and death will occur. Okay, so this is what I want to tell you about how how, I looked it up to make sure this is still how they treat it. Okay. And it is. Is it the chicken butt? No. (laughs) And they tie it on your. (laughs) No. They use something called Melar Soprol, which is an arsenical compound. Ooh. It's still the most effective compound against stage two, which is in the nervous system of the disease in both the East and West African varieties. However, it is toxic and causes death in about two to eight percent of subjects treated. Yee. L-fornithine is an alternative uh, to melarsoprol for West African um, version. I just try not to say the word because it's too confusing. 
Um, however, it is very expensive and its usefulness is endemic in endemic areas may therefore be limited. So the people it affects. The standard regimen is 100 milligrams intravenously six, six hourly for 14 days. There have been some anecdotal reports that a shorter seven-day course may be equally effective with obvious cost-saving advantages. Okay, so this is how you should prevent getting bitten by the fly no, in the first place because that's it. really the best thing yeah. to do. Okay, cover exposed skin by wearing long sleeve shirts, long mm-hmm. pants, and hats. Clothing fabric should be at least medium weight because the CC fly can bite through thin fabric. Okay, like so canvas. None, so you're going to wear canvas. Yeah, none of your tissue turtlenecks. No, no crepe paper pants. No. Wear neutral color clothing. The CC fly is attracted to bright colors, oh. very dark colors, metallic fabric, particularly the colors blue and black. So you know what that means. Don't wear that dress. That internet dress. Oh, Don't the internet wear it. dress is the TC Fly's favorite. Because what is it? Black and blue and gold and something? White? Whatever it is, oh, don't they don't like metallic. Because I'm, I'll fight to the death over what color it yeah. is. I don't remember which one I picked. I don't either. Avoid bushes during the day. The flies rest in bushes. That's the word I guess I was looking for. And will bite if disturbed. Don't. Oh, can you imagine making a bush of those angry? Oh, God. Use bed nets when sleeping. That makes yeah, sense. Totally. Inspect vehicles for CC flies before entering. The flies are attracted to the motion and dust from moving vehicles. Do not ride in the back of jeeps, pickup trucks, or. Other- are you going to go on a safari? Yeah, right? Well, also, how are you going to pick up boys if you don't ride in the backs of Jeeps? Oh. Is, what is that movie? Riding in the backs of cars Riding with boys? cars. <laughs> don't be Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Um, that's Oh, that's not the one that What's-Her-Face was in, right? Britney <laughs> Spears? She was in some road movie. Was she? What was she in? Uh... There's, by the way, there is a um, online, I'm hoping if I say it, I'll remember what it was for. Oh, the notebook. She tested for the notebook. I heard she was great. And she was. You saw it? I saw the test. She was good. I want to see it. And it's kind of weird because, like, she wasn't good after that and anything else, really, right? Like, she's... I don't know. I I could see her being good at acting because I feel like people who can just disappear into other characters. Yeah. Like, I could see her being good at... Yeah, sort of... she actually found it troubling, which she said is why she... When she did do a movie, she found it troubling to be in that other person's life, so she didn't act anymore. But... You should watch the test. It's it's kind of shocking. Yeah, I do want to watch it. Yeah. Um, okay. You're gonna read her book? N- I don't. I don't think I can handle that level of sad. Yeah, I don't think. I'm, I don't know if I can. I don't think I'm interested enough. Same. <laughs> that too. Both of those things are sort of hand in hand. Yeah. Um, okay. Do not ride in the backs of jeeps, pickup trucks, or other open vehicles. CC flies are attracted to the dust created by moving vehicles and animals. Although there is limited evidence that insect repellent works against CC flies, you should still use insect repellent as it can prevent other diseases mm-hmm. spread by bugs. Throw or that deed on. Or just throw the can at them. Oh, yeah. The CC flies. I'm going to use full force deed. Yes. I'm not going to try to use anything natural if I'm going on an African safari because I've heard about all the crazy bugs. We've covered a lot yes, of them. Yes, we have. Um, okay, so this is from, they actually made a movie about this, about CC flies. Uh, I mean, like a documentary. And I'll put the, we'll put the link on the uh, newsletter if anyone cares, but it's SW Pictures. And so this is from that website. Okay. So this is sort of the, the story, such as it is. Okay, sleeping sickness is the deadliest disease in the world. I tried to corroborate that. I'm still not sure if that's true. But. Okay. Okay, the Democratic Republic of Congo suffers more cases than any other country. Without treatment, parasites called 
Tymenosomas. Mm. Somes invade the victim's brain, ravage their sleep cycle, driving them mad before killing, finally killing them. That's terrible. But the dedicated doctors and medics are fighting back. In this television documentary produced for BBC, we tell the stories of those who have lost family to the disease and of the lucky ones who have survived this deadly disease. This is a heart-rending story of people who have to keep fighting to survive, despite this terrible disease taking their lives in their villages every day. Okay, so last year, Reagan lost four brothers to, to the disease. One of them, oh, sorry, to disease, and one of them was from sleeping sickness. Okay. Now, in spite of his mother's fears and efforts, Reagan himself has fallen victim to the parasites that cause deadly sleeping sickness. The parasites enter the body through the bites of the CC fly, common along the banks of the Congo and in the village of Nyoki, which is not the, pasta. the potato dumpling pasta. Um, I'm just guessing it's, this is how you pronounce it. Do you like gnocchi? I do, I like it but too. I don't know that I'll ever eat it again because oh. it's just the heaviest thing you could possibly eat. But I do need my butt back, so maybe, yes. You should get <laughs> the, get your get that gnocchi right in your butt. Right my butt. Go straight to your butt. Right. Where, uh, where Reagan lives. Uh, gnocchi has a population of 35,000, and patients here are treated for free. The cost of their treatment covered by foreign... By foreign aid. Reagan's condition is not good. His mother, Zozo, noticed changes in his behavior. Okay. He started sleeping in school. That's when she decided to bring him to the hospital, leaving his brothers and sisters to fend for themselves back home. The bites of the CC fly are clearly visible on Reagan's body, and it is likely that the parasites are now in his brain. Oh, boy. Left untreated, his condition will be fatal. He is given an injection of melarsoprol, an extremely dangerous treatment based on an arsenic compound. It kills the parasites, but can cause fatal inflammation of the brain, killing one patient in 20. It is so corrosive that it is kept in glass bottles as it melts plastic containers. Holy cannoli! Yeah. Half of all patients that have an adverse reaction to the treatment will die. Reagan reacts badly to the injection. Mm. It causes him to go into shock. He's given an anti-inflammatory drug to stabilize him, and it works. He survives the melarsoprol this time, but will need a full course of injections to kill all the parasites in his body. Without the injections, he will die. With them, there's a high risk of him having another bad and potentially life-threatening reaction to the drug. Melarsoprol is the only treatment available to him in, in Nyoki. Luckily, Reagan survived both the injections and his illness and made a full recovery. Oh, thank goodness. I know. However, due to the lack of supplies and the dangers of melarsoprol, many others like him are not so lucky. So I guess that's the main story of the movie, but um, it still seems interesting. Still might want to check it out. It's like yeah. as if they don't have enough horrible things to worry about there. But it's like, how do you live in just an environment? With, like, the environment itself is dangerous. I mean, I, obviously that exists lots of places, but yes. just think that's just your normal life. Yeah, like, yeah. Like in the film, you see a clip of the film and he's, I think he's fishing, he's doing something in the water. And it's like, mm -hmm. but this is his normal life. This is what he does. It's like, yeah. He's just not wearing long pants because no. it's Africa and it's boiling hot and this yeah. is his life. It's yeah. just, anyway, it's crazy. And the treatment, I was like, is this some treatment that like existed at the turn of the century and is gone? No, no, no. This is still the treatment. It's what they're doing. It's really scary. Yeah. It reminds me of when we did the episode about those worms that like will come out of people's feet. And yeah. And they have to like tie a stick to it and every right. day turn the stick right, like a quarter right, of right. an inch. And you're like... This is the best we're, we can do still. <laughs> we're something, looms. Yeah. We got a stick we're going to turn slowly every day. Like, we haven't figured out something a little bit better right. than this. Right. Feels like maybe we should try harder. Yeah. Or, I don't know, weird. But it then, doesn't feel like modern medicine at no. all. But then again, it's still amazing that people can survive this horrible, horrible thing. Whereas 
yeah. know, before treatment, there wouldn't have been any. Anyway, it's um, terrifying. Fascinating. Thank you for keeping us safe. You're welcome. Let's make oh. people afraid. Garen's itching. Are you thinking yeah, there's a CC fly on you? We're covered in them. But yeah, what do you do if you want to go to another part of the world and you know, you know life is risky. You, yeah, you got to know. You got to assume some risk. Yeah, there's no. By the way, there's no vaccine. There's nothing for this particular thing. There's yeah. you know, obviously, when you go somewhere, you get shots ahead of time. There's no. There's nothing for this. Yeah, you just assume that you're not going to be that one in whatever the. Right. One in a whatever million you said it was. I've already forgotten because my brain is like. That's okay. It's a it's what's bigger than a colander. Is it just an open. You mean with bigger holes? Yeah. Hmm. Um, What has a big. Okay. Let's see. Like a children's game where you have to put the shapes in. You know. Like whack-a-mole? No. Where the shapes have to to match the shape. I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Chris. Chris. The shape of the toy is the same as the shape of the hole. And the kid has to figure out which shape goes in which Mm -hmm. hole. Yes. That's something with big. An open weave shawl. Yes. That's my brain. Yeah. Okay. Big holes. Big hole brain. Cheese cloth. Too small. Too small. All right. (laughs) Well, we'll be right back after this. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome back to How to Survive. Uh, hey, Danielle. Hey, Christine. How are those cookies treating you? So good. Oh, my god. I gosh. can feel my butt growing back. I, I was explaining. You're, you know, you're rising in the chair. I, oh, <laughs> those butt cheeks are just Ooh. rounding out. I was explaining. I'm telling my guests. I was explaining to them earlier. You're a I, guest. Our guest. Oh, sorry. Our guest. Well, I guess. <laughs> I belong to all of you. Thank you. That uh, my ass has completely disappeared. And um, there's an APB out for it. Oh, my God. Yeah. You I know. We're the authorities. Of, I saw of, an ass on the way in here. Oh. But I didn't think anything of it. And I said, you better get out of here. <laughs> yeah. It, it wasn't much to begin with. So it, you were right not to think anything of it. But it, it has detached itself from me in some weird way. Um, guess just becoming my mother. Anyway. Um, <laughs> we all turn into our mothers. Yes. On the first half of the show, we talked about how to survive unfriendly insects. And on this half of the show we're going to talk about how to survive being the friendliest freshman Ooh. with matt gorley hi hi hi. hi hi i'm i'm imagining this isn't the first time you've had this topic for your guests <laughs> it is a little bit tried and true but it's okay. Okay. okay so if you don't know matt you'll soon recognize his voice i'm sure because he is on he's a regular and i guess are you a co-creator of bananas for bonanza uh, yes sort of i mean an associate I guess Andy's the real 
like inventor of that, right. where I'm just along for the ride like a sidekick. Right. You know what but I mean? But it is, uh, as everyone knows who's listening to the show, I'm a huge fan. And I was on it recently, yes. which was a huge was really honor. Fun. Really fun. And um, and then you also might know him from Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, another podcast. Yeah. So how did that happen? That was sort of like, wait. How I did... used to work as a podcast consultant, if you can believe there was such okay. a thing. Yeah. And uh, I went in to help develop that show and kind of create what it would be yeah. and then never left and I don't know whose choice that was <laughs> I, I was never really consulted but I feel you know it's weird that a consultant wouldn't be consulted yeah I know yeah they I should bill them for that yeah yeah I know. And then uh, just stuck around as a producer. And then now Sona, his assistant, and I are the kind of embattled co-hosts on the show. Right. So you get to be on air. Yeah. More than is comfortable. And that's coming (laughs) for someone who who has been podcasting since like 2005 or six. Uh Yeah. You you don't want to be in his um, in his gaze. Sometimes it can be a dangerous set of crosshairs. Oh, okay. But but sometimes (laughs) and it's it's become very fun since Sona really gives it back to him and then once I learned to speak that language oh, okay. now it's two against one good it's, it's nice, pretty fun nice. so yeah. what are the what are the battles center around normally um just to him commenting on how people look and dress like a boomer you know what I mean uh, oh yeah, like just wow just really really taking you down for he thinks that uh, he, well he explained to the he, listeners he that he wears a jean jacket made for a Ken doll how can <laughs> look, he how dare of, he he <laughs> himself in his defense will say that this is all projection, especially as he goes after me, you okay. know, saying, like, you wear a lot of tweed. I don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> Although I am here in, in a cardigan sweater, so I'm not one to talk. But he and I actually, I think, are, are more similar than either of us want to admit. Okay. And so there is a little bit of a self-hatred or something. I'm not really <laughs> sure Self-hatred that's it, projected onto each other. 100%, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, well, we're glad we have you here. And we won't make fun of your clothing because I actually like your outfit. I think it's very cozy. <laughs> I kind of want that cardigan and right? I might try well, to get it from you. I'm giving it away at the end of this episode. Oh, so yay! Whoever Pops says the magic word. Oh. Um, say the magic word. What is that Swedish word again? Huga. Huga. Is that oh, the word? Oh, the cozy. Yeah. 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 I knew it, Matt would know. Yeah. The, the, it's like a lifestyle, right? Yeah. 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 I know. Anything cozy is is right up my alley. Yeah. Right? We're, yeah. we're embracing Huga lifestyle. Uh, I have a cozy alley. It's an alley that's so cozy. It's just like lined with crushed velour. Oh. And then you just throw people around in it? If they want. If that, oh, that's they nice. find cozy, it might just be that they want to put on the TV and, and sit there and oh. watch Norwegian slow TV or something. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Please you're, invite us. You're welcome really to does. it anytime. Yeah. Sounds really good. Um, okay. So you, I have, this is an interesting case in which I have really no idea what, well, what happened was, um, Matt's emails weren't getting to me for some reason. I have no idea how this happened. If anyone, if this, if anyone knows how to fix this, where just one person in your life can't send you emails, let me know. This drives me crazy because I think for a good forty-eight hours, you probably thought I was kind of an irresponsible and like non-caring person, and that is a type of thing that and it eats at so me. went against what I. No, you not that I know you that well, but yeah. I was like, this is so weird that he just won't answer my email. And I wasn't getting replies from you, and I kept thinking, because well, yeah. I needed to change the time, and I thought, oh, right. I don't know what to do. So, so I had to text you early yes. this morning. L- luckily, I had sent him my phone number yesterday, so yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so I don't really know what the story is about, but all I know is that it has to do with you being named the friendliest freshman, and I'm titillated. Okay. 
<laughs> I will say this story takes a turn that you wouldn't expect. Yay. Oh, yeah. Good. Okay. Um, I, are we ready? Yes. So ready. Dive in. Okay. So it was my freshman year of high school at Lucerna High in Whittier, California. It would have been 1987 going into 88, I believe. And they would do a thing every year because this school was big on school spirit. There was all okay. I, I was fairly involved and ended up, you know, running for vice president and then ASB and all this stuff. But this friendliest freshman dance was the first event of the school year. Okay. And so when you're an incoming freshman class, it's a big deal. It's not just the freshmen that go to this dance, but oh. one of the f- one freshman boy and a girl get crowned friendliest freshman, very much like homecoming. So okay. it's basically okay. freshman homecoming. But there is a catch, and the way – first, I guess I should tell you the ceremony. So you go to this dance, and five boys and five girls are lined up on stage, and they put a paper Burger King crown behind the boys and the girls. Okay. And they do a thing oh. where they put it over each head, and they get applause for who's going to be crowned the boy and the girl of Friendliest Freshman. And it just happens right there. I think I don't think there was a voting. Well, there must have been some sort of preliminary That's to get you on the stage, was, right? You, okay. you nominate, and so the top five of each – would be brought to stage. I'm okay. glad. Okay. I'm glad you're. Is this me like that. a Quaker school? <laughs> because it's in Whittier. Yeah. No, it's a very. Isn't mu- that where Nixon's from or something? Is Whittier very yeah. Quaker? Yes. Well, no, it's a, I just it know is that a Quaker town. Yeah. All I knew was that I think Nixon is from. Okay. And he was a Quaker, and then it's true. And, and it's the friendliest. Fr- I've like never heard of anything like that. It's a strange that. place. Whittier's. Uh, I was born and raised there. It's nowhere near a freeway, so it's almost this weird, isolated suburban thing. Okay. But it's so long, and it has a very diverse. Demographic, for instance, this school was almost kind of like a John Hughes school that it was up in the hills of like pine trees and nice houses. And it was kind of a a well off area. I lived below Whittier Boulevard, which was very strictly middle class. Uh-huh. But this school, so it had a lot of rich kids and also bust in a lot of Hispanic students okay. who had a separate it was like segregation. It was crazy. They had a thing called Expanded Horizons. They had their own homecoming dance that like what? we weren't within the same voting block for that. It was oh my, insane. But you yeah. had classes together. No. Only classes we ever had and most people didn't because everybody would play sports and I was not really much of an athlete. Mm. So I had to take PE and that was the only time the two oh, groups Oh, okay. And that's how I learned every curse word in the Spanish <laughs> language. It was the only other white student was a guy named Freedom Fisher and me and all of these, you know, quote unquote, expanded horizon students. But we became fast friends and I learned every curse That's word awesome. in Spanish and it was great. I'm sorry, there was a white guy named Freedom Fisher? Yes, there was. <laughs> this does not in the in the 80s? He was the son of hippies. Okay. And he was a skater. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, okay. he wasn't like a like a uh, sort of like hard right person no he's more okay. of like <laughs> all right now that would be yeah, yeah exactly i was thinking yeah. more like it sounded like a cool black name i know, I know. I, like it sounds like something that um what's his face would name one of his 12 children um george foreman no oh, oh uh nick cannon nick cannon oh, right. yeah because all they're all like one he's of them one out of all the other well, one of them is named beautiful what you know like yeah i think so yeah, yeah yeah well if all of this sounds a bit strange here's here's where it gets more strange okay so there's a tradition and as far as I knew, this tradition had never been broken, that when the boy and the girl were crowned, mm-hmm. they had to, in front on stage and in front of the entire dance attendance, which was a lot of the student body, mm-hmm. French kiss <gasps> and beat the record from the year before. What? Yes. <laughs> yes. Wait, ninth graders? <laughs> ninth graders. And that's, that's insane. Wait, yeah. what? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
I have pictures. <laughs> oh, no. Please, yes. That's crazy. Can you imagine? So is it something where you're hoping not to get picked? I certainly was. I was very nervous. Because it's not necessarily somebody you're dating. No, it's not. It's it's It's, it's almost, probably not, right? It wasn't in my Boy, case. Boy, what a different time. Santina Tarasi was her name. Um, <laughs> How is this okay? Oh, my God. Let's see. Let's see. They're smooth. Oh, They're full on back out. And then we get handcuffed. What? You get handcuffed. What? There we are. Oh, whoops. That's us handcuffed together with our crowns. That's Santina and me. And so to make matters worse. Oh, my God. There was a lot of scuttlebutt that she and I were going to win somehow. And her mom was there. And she came up to me before the thing and said, don't you kiss my daughter. Oh, Oh. so I didn't know what to do. Yeah, because you're like, that's what I have to do. (laughs) Wait, the parents are they were she was a chaperone or something. I don't. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Don't you kiss my daughter. But that's the thing. So you're sort of. Oh, my God. Don't let your daughter go up there. Maybe I'm missing something. <laughs> this is the weirdest You're thing. You're not. This is not you. But so it's is it right now there are five couples up there and they're all French kissing? No, 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 no they're, sorry. they're 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 holding the no. crown no. over each that head and whoever gets the biggest applause they're going to be crowned yeah. Mr. and Miss. Got it. Okay. Friendliest freshman. And then you guys got that. Santina so then and you I guys start making out. We well we don't just like run towards each other. We are sort of both of us very reluctant. Yeah. And then they said, "Okay, you only have to do it for a minute." And this was a big change in the year and I, I This I, is progress. I, I know. I think yeah. it was because I think I remember there being this scuttlebutt of like the mother kind of getting upset and everything and and the teacher's solution was no, they only have to do it for 60 seconds. That's a long time. <laughs> a minute's still a long time for oh, yeah. tongues to just uh-huh. be going when yeah. you're 14, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so had you ever kissed a girl before this? I had, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you were maybe not as nervous as... I. It's still weird. In front of everyone? Yeah, it was, you know, so much of it was compounded by the fact that, I don't, I don't know what your high school experience was like, but this was junior high to high school, three junior highs Mm -hmm. come together in this big high school and it felt like a whole new world. I felt like I was living in New York City. It felt (laughs) magical, exciting, petrifying. Uh So it was all of those feelings. But I also felt exhilarated to have been crowned friendliest freshman. But with this catch was really complicating. And uh, yeah, it was it was it was not something my brain was equipped to handle. So That's I think I just terrifying. did it. Yeah. I just did it. You know, I, a, as did Santina. It wasn't either of us pushing for it. In fact, I, I think we were physically probably oh. pushed, pushed together at some point. And is the uh, is the crowd hooping and hollering? They're loving it. They're loving it. They love it. Yeah. And if you don't do... So if you're really friendly, maybe you like cop a feel or something. <laughs> that didn't happen. Good. Okay. And, and Santina and I knew each other fairly well and she was really sweet and really wonderful and I do remember I also was about five feet tall so uh-huh. I, I was not like a threatening looking right. fellow so I think we both had this kind of I don't know what it, what you'd call it a kind of like uh, lovely misery of this whole thing uh-huh. and just like kind of bonded as friends in a way of, of oh that's good you know how I, I guess let's just do this and none of us you know will <laughs> I don't know. Oh it's my like, I, I forget how strange it is until I tell people. Well, it's now really, I think it's strange. Well, but. it's just, it, what the weird thing is, is that it's school sanctioned. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you're, you can't even hold hands in school anymore. Is that right? Well, aren't there some schools that like, I think they probably don't want any physical contact. I yeah, think, I I think that know. might be a rule in some schools. There's some other strange stories about just what they would allow that. 
Tell us. Well, when I ran for publicity chairperson in ASB in senior year, which is the guy that makes all the posters. Okay. I, for my speech in front of the whole student body, had a friend come out with like a paper sandwich board that just said bad publicity. And Uh I said, I promise to eliminate bad publicity. And I was really into movies and special effects. And Uh so I had wired him with explosive blood packs and I pulled out a gun and just machine gunned him in front of the entire student body. And to a person, teachers included all came up and were like, oh, you're so clever. This was before Columbine. Yeah, well, this is before. And we would set off explosives and pyrotechnics during pep rallies and things like that. I I just had, was always working with all these things and... um, you know, part of this whole weirdness of this school is probably me, now that I think of <laughs> <laughs> You were the problem. I know. This is amazing. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it is indicative of, like, what a different time it I was. Yeah. I, I just watched um, the pilot of Freaks and Geeks with oh, my yeah. daughter um, and realized, because there's a moment where James Franco asks Linda Cardellini, I can't remember any of the characters' names, to say, hey, come out to the um, smoking area. And I was like, oh, yeah, my school had yeah, mine too. A, a smoking. It was in the middle of the school. It was like a big courtyard and it was glass around it. So it was like you could go. Oh, inside. You could, see, what? you could see it like you could walk around it. Were you in a cold weather city? Yeah. Oh, wait, so was there glass on top? Was there a ceiling? No, it was open. So, oh, so okay. it was like okay. an outside area, but that you could access inside the school. You mean for the purpose of smoking? Like, like you my didn't get in trouble if you no. smoked. Yeah, 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 yeah. My school had that too. But it by the time I got what? there as a freshman, it, it, you couldn't anymore. But like both my brothers who were older than me, it was the smoking area. It was my freshman I, year, and then it ended. So then, when I got there as a freshman, it had just ended the year before, where students could smoke yeah. in the smoking lounge. I'm completely blown away. Allowed I to. had no it's, idea that in was fact, a thing. Our yearbook had a page that was like the smoking no. section and it was just all the cool kids there smoking. And was... everybody looks 30. Yes. yes. <laughs> this is so weird. I mean, even now when you look, because I remember I as know, a kid thinking, I know. all those students in high school look like they're 37. And I go, well, that's probably how I remember it yeah. as a kid. But when I go back and look at those pictures now, I'm like, everybody looks like Bob Seger. Like they all, <laughs> like they all look so old. <laughs> Still. I mean, kids in my school smoked, but it, it wasn't it wasn't done out in the open. I mean, it was with this one teacher because I went to an arts high school. So oh, this one, nice. one of our theater teachers um, would smoke with the kids. Like he was, you know, he was right. cool. Um, but it wasn't like a designated area. Here, you delinquent children go smoke in this area. It's this. It's, it's wild. Yeah. It's so wild. Weird. Yeah. It's wild how differently it, everything was viewed. And wow. do you guys have open campuses? Because we got to leave campus for lunch and drive. Or- we could when we were juniors, I think. Okay, like when yeah. you were a freshman and a, a sophomore, you couldn't leave. But then once you were a junior, you had your driver's license. Like we could go off campus yeah. for lunch and like come yeah. back. And I went to a my, – my high school was on the campus of a college. It was on the campus of oh. Cal State LA because it was an, it's oh. an arts high school. Wow. And um, so it was, it was really – Big. I mean, you could, but it would probably take you a while to get to your car to I go see, off yeah. the campus and come back. But I think as seniors, you were allowed to, I think. But I don't know that we probably did that often because it was kind of a time suck <laughs> to right. go do that. It was a rush. Yeah. If we wanted to make it to in and out on Telegraph Road, it was a real sprint because that yeah. was a slow driveway. Too. Yeah, and in and out so slow all the time. I know. And I remember being in that drive through in high school when the first Gulf War broke out mm. on the radio and oh, we wow. were at lunch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was strange. Wow. Yeah. So, okay. So everyone applauds. Everyone's excited. Um, and 
then you just go back and you're dancing now? Yeah, we're handcuffed together for the rest of the dance. Oh, and yeah. if one of you has a boyfriend or girlfriend, that's yeah, that's too a good bad. question. I don't think that was the case with either of us. Certainly not me. Um, I I don't think, but that's a good question. Like, oh well, yeah, yeah it's just probably. such a weird thing. It's weird no matter which any which way you lay it out. But for freshmen, like yeah. you guys don't even know each other yet, and it's the most, it's the worst year. And I don't know if she had. You know, the term back then was French kiss, you know. I don't know if she had done that before. I can't believe you can't just smooch on the lips. You had a French kiss. That is so intimate and weird. I know. I I mean, imagine. (laughs) And you hear mothers watching. Now, if, just now imagine that trying to, like that happening with our kids. Oh my God. Like parents would, the police would show. Yes. It would be. SWAT teams would descend. It would literally be like. Every teacher would be fired. They would be sent to prison. It Uh would be like insane. I know. I know. Okay. So do you know how long this lasted? You know what? I just was asking myself that question. I don't know. What if it still happens? What if Whittier is just a weird little trapped in time? Trapped in time place. Here's what's weird. I can't remember when I was a senior, I was on ASB. So I would have been part of whatever that was. But Uh I don't remember God, I hope it didn't happen, and I hope I <laughs> you was You would have been not... the one making it happen, forcing I, those I young know, kids. I don't recall that, and yeah. I, I I, really don't know. I we got mean... to go into the like Whittier um, Facebook yeah. alumni group and yeah. do some detective work. That would be the class of 94, I think, that freshman class, That whether they did it or not. Right, sure. right, right, I mean, right. Yeah. I'm just completely, I'm, my mind is blown. I've never heard of yeah. anything so bizarre. Like, <laughs> it's just so weird. Did you have weird things at your high school? Can you think of anything? Oh, my gosh. I mean, you know, we had weird stuff where it was like, oh, yeah, that teacher was, it turns out our vice principal was in a hot tub with some of the senior girls. Oh, yeah. Like, stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we've had. We had a lot of too. weird uh, stuff. Like, I had a friend who was in, like, a relationship with a guy that worked on the campus, and uh, and she was in eighth grade, and like, oh, I know we he had was an adult, a, and yeah, like, oh my god. god, it was like lots of stuff that was like that, where it was where you go, oh, something's wrong, lots you of lots of stuff too. like that. Uh, we had, uh, she was I think a year younger than me, and there was this guy, and he must have been at least thirty, I don't know, and I don't even know what his role was, if he was a teacher or an aide or a counselor. Uh-huh. And we would always see them at like Mimi's Cafe together. We'd go <laughs> mm-hmm, out and we'd mm-hmm. see them. And I remember as a kid going, feeling that was weird, but mm-hmm. never having a like logical or conscious thought that that it was anything. I think I just thought, oh, if they're not saying it's some something, then it must not right. be anything, yeah. which was so was weird. Was he a teacher? Show. He was some kind of teacher. He was definitely employed by the school. And oh. whatever it was, it was inappropriate. And they were out in public. They were out in public, and and I'm fairly certain finding out after the fact that they were dating in some way. And, yeah, I remember just wishing I had had some sense to know what to figure. I knew deep down, but I never... But that's like, a kid thing. Like, yeah. you, you know what's wrong. The culture, kind, just, of, the yeah. culture yeah. kind of accepted it. I mean, we had... I remembered when we were in middle school, we were in eighth grade, and I've probably talked about this on the show before. Guys who were already out of high school... Or like seniors in high school and guys who were already out of high school, the guys who couldn't get girls their own age, would come down and hang out at the middle school to wait for the girls to get out of eighth grade. These girls were my friends to pick them up. And like, 
those were the girls that were called sluts. There was right. no judgment about right. these right. guys right. being like <laughs> adult men who were like basically, you know, assaulting little oh, girls. Those poor girls. And those girls were the girls that were like, those girls are sluts. Yeah. Those girls are sluts. So it's a really interesting yeah. um, when you can look back as an adult and go, why wasn't anyone protecting those girls? Jesus. And adults weren't protecting them. And no. kids didn't know to protect them. No, because they know? were kids. No, you I know? think most people thought, yeah, if they didn't think they were sluts, they thought, how cool. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I remember thinking, well, boys don't like me. Oh, right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, because because they're not driving down to want me. To, they're not trying. To they're not trying to talk to me. me. <laughs> yeah, <Right. exactly. laughs> no one wants to sexually assault me. Why? <laughs> I'm too flat chested. <laughs> <laughs> when am I going to get boobs? So boys can sexually assault me. The adult men. Um, Jesus. Thank Louise. God. Thank God. I was flat chested. Do you think that's what protected you? Well, my brother was also six foot eight. I think oh, that wow. helped. That does help. That does yeah. And everybody in town knew who he was. Oh, so okay. I think that was also, a, and, and my teeth were really fucked. Uh, uh, <laughs> I did. I, my, my teeth were busted. Yeah. I think that helped. Wow. Thank God. <laughs> but then you had the, that great hair. You uh-huh. had the you had you the know. feathers. I mean, that kind of. I did. That happened in high school, though. I got really? those. I yeah. got those big bear claw bangs and a yeah. big perm, and then yeah. just the what, world opened. Can you say yeah. what year you graduated? Or ninety one. Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah. We're oh, all wow. the same age. Are we that, really? Yeah, that's why I'm kind of shocked at what you're saying because it sounds so foreign to me. But you're a city girl. But we didn't have a smoking section. I mean, you're, you're in L.A. Wait, so what month were you guys born? February. February March. March, May. Oh, yeah. so we I'm the eldest. So we would have all been in the same yes. yeah. oh my class. God. Yeah, yeah. You guys would have been up for friendliest freshmen. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I wouldn't have. She wouldn't have. She was like smoking in the bleachers. Yeah, she was duking. <laughs> I was, I was Kim. Were you a bad girl? I was very bad, yeah. <gasps> really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. The <laughs> big thing in our school, well, I don't know if it was a big thing, but our, we did have a, P, like, I think you had to do PE one year. Because, like I said, it was an arts high school, so it wasn't like we didn't have sports. But the PE teacher had been in a movie where she was topless. What movie? Oh. So that was kind Porkies, of right. It was probably like it was, pro- <laughs> was honestly wondering. it was probably like a third rate like a, version like of a rip off of Porkies. Yeah, really? something like You've that. You've never looked this up. I well, this was before the internet, so obviously some people had seen it. They had got a tape or something. I don't know that I really cared. Do you know her name? Oh, God, I want to find out. I, I do, and I can't. I can't remember it. It's like Delisa, Miss Delisa, or something like that. Okay. Delise. God, I hope Karen can find something this. like that. Yeah. So that was kind of like. Do you know that she was topless? Yeah. Oh, so that yeah. was kind of a scandal. Yeah. That is a good one. And then one. there was a, supposedly in the background of a picture that was in the yearbook. These two people. One of the guy was a friend of mine. I don't know if they were having sex or something was going on. And they're in the back, like the in the way background of some picture that ended up. I don't know if they were naked. Some, it was something scandalous. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, did, did you have anything weird in your school? that? I think my, nothing that, that comes to mind. I mean, maybe me trying to create a rival school newspaper. Oh, you, were, you were trying to do. I was. Compromise or something? They had the charger. <laughs> no, no, they had the charger, whatever, the newspaper. Uh-huh. Information. It was, yeah, it was, yes. It was not very current, like, uh, what's the word? Uh, reliable or it wasn't. It, it was no like every six months integrity. or something. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I'm like, well, I'm going to do a weekly one. Okay. And it's going to be, I'm going to call it Charger X. <laughs> X. And we did all sorts of like reviews and stuff. And I would put up these, these 
posters and get in trouble for it. They finally, they, they launched something called Charger Flash because of me. <laughs> and I started putting up fly, uh, signs that said, forget the flash, check the X. Oh my God, And then I, I had this. to go see the vice principal. This is like the yellow Why? journalism world. I know, exactly. You got in trouble with the vice principal. You got, you can't do this anymore. You but can't. why? Were you doing anything no, inappropriate? No, there was a review for a Hanson album in one of the, one of the, <laughs> that's, uh, that's not They're so edgy. That, that I understand. That's, uh, what, I was the, what was the Charger Flash? Was it was the same. It was my idea that we were doing. They just decided to to, to steal it to actually and, come and out, put weekly. It out weekly or every two weeks. Oh, or that is some while. bullshit. Yeah. Did you charge for your newspaper? No. Well, then I don't Pass know what the out. problem possibly could yeah. have been. <laughs> don't know. Unsanctioned. Wow. Maybe? I don't even think they said, "Why don't you join the journalism?" Yeah. Club why, or yeah. Something. Maybe that. They just shut me down. That's so weird. Yeah, it was wild. Matt, thank you so much. This was such a blast. I'm My so pleasure. glad we finally got you on. Oh it was God. good. It was kind of therapeutic to be able to just... Uh, such a great story. Oh, yeah. my God. High school. That time period is... It's so insane. I know. I know. And it's, again, for anyone who hasn't signed up for Bonanza's, for Bonanza, I suggest you do. We just... My son and I just finished the one with uh, Patton this oh, morning. Nice. And we were, once again buckled over laughing it's so funny and it's just a, such a weird concept i can't get over the fact that we all would have been in high school together <laughs> i was a bit of a rover so maybe we would have been friends we might you have. Know? Oh, yeah. i yeah. was well like i said i went to an arts high school so it wasn't the same sort of like there weren't jocks yeah. there were you know everyone was a, a, a theater yeah. nerd or a dance nerd or a visual or artistic nerd or you know but there were still cool people within that and i definitely wasn't cool but I was fine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I would have probably been swallowed up completely by a regular high school. Um, Our school was really small. Mm. Sounds oh, like really? you guys went to bigger high schools. Yeah, there was probably 1,200 oh, students, wow. I think. Oh, my school yeah. was much smaller than that. Yeah. I the graduating class was only 152 kids. That's how ours was. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you were kind oh, of yeah. stuck in your group. Yeah, but I really liked my group. So I, I ended up okay. But yeah. That's good. That's nice. But yeah. Yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could have all gone to school. T- I oh don't think I would have been friends with Chris. <laughs> you would have scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I know it. Because there's this girl who scared the shit out of me. And I, every time you talk about old stories, that's who I think of. And then I ended up playing like words with friends with her. And I finally had to say, I was like, you scared the shit out of me in high school. She was like, I did. I'm like, you walked Wait till the- you see my triple words. <laughs> <laughs> high school yeah. so to have someone yeah. in like a guns and roses shirt with like feathered she looked like she was from another town she did not look like she was yeah. from los angeles yeah like she was tough and that's what i picture you as when you tell me these stories yeah that was so mean. i think you would have just scared me but maybe we would have laughed together or something and yeah and then, i think well i had those i was i had a lot of tough friends and and i but i also was not like we weren't in the same classes because i was in like smarter classes ap english mm-hmm. but then sort of yeah, it was a weird, hard time. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I was also like, I don't, I sort of knew where their lives were going. Oh, and uh-huh. it, I, I kind of had this secret dream that yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I want to, gra- well, first of all, I want to graduate high school. Right. Because that was, you know, no one in my family had done that. Uh-huh. And so I was wow. like, I want to be the first, I want to go to college. But yeah. like, I, I couldn't even express that to my friends because that would have been like. You're haughty. Oh what state was this? Ohio. Ohio. Wow. So. I was inside a different person oh, than man. what I was sort of allowed to express right. on the outside. So I kind of knew I was like, I just have to wait and then I can be fully myself. 
Yeah. How, how long did it take for you to do that once you got to college? I think, yeah. I mean, once I got to college, I sort of got to really start feeling myself. Yeah. But it wasn't until I really moved out here that I actually got to like, and that was years later. Wow. So man, it's it was a journey. Well, Matt and I would have been friends in high school. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. yeah. And, and now we all are. So right. we all guess are. what? It worked out for me, and I don't have to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> she totally would have kicked my ass. Except I, w- too. I would not have been a threat to you with boys or anything, so there's no way. I don't think oh. there, you would have kicked my ass. Literally, I never, the only reason I did get in a fight one time was because of a boy. I know. That's why I said yeah. it. That, and she was the one who was like, tell your boyfriend I want my underwear back and that's the only reason I punched her. Oh no. Yeah. He was a piece of shit though. Sounds so. like yeah. it. She, well sounds yeah. like she was a slut <laughs> and she was a big whore. <laughs> and he was 45. <laughs> Thank you so so much Matt. I'm my so pleasure. glad we that got was to really have you fun. on. Thanks and for having me. We will be right back with what did we learn today? Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Christine. Hi, Danielle. Are you ready to learn what we learned today? I feel like I'm going to get a handful. You are. You're going to get two hands full. I got my hands wide open. What's wrong with Roman? (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with that guy? That's my favorite thing. Sometimes I can be a dork. Ira Glass quote, nobody tells this to people who are beginners. I wish someone told me. All of us who do creative work, we get into it because we have good taste. But there is this gap. For the first couple of years, you make stuff. It's not, it's just not that good. I'm trying to be good. It has potential, but it's not. But your taste, the thing that got you into the game is still killer. And your taste is why your work disappoints you. That totally makes sense. What if it's forever? <laughs> I was going to say first couple of years. Yeah, I'm like, how about always? Oh, how about always? Why yeah, can't I'm, I write The Godfather? Yeah, why yeah. am I not writing uh, the same as Succession? Right. Rhodesia, region South Central Africa, now divided into Zom- Zimbabwe in the south and Zambia in the north. Okay. Named after British colonial administrator Cecil Rhodes. Oh, that's so depressing. It was administered by the British South African Company in the 19th century and exploited mostly for its gold, copper, and coal deposits. What's depressing? I missed the depressing part. That this African country was named for a colonial administrator from Britain. Oh. His name was Cecil Rhodes, so they named it Rhodesia. Golly gee. Well, actually... Jane Eyre is written by Charlotte Bronte. Oh. And Wuthering Heights is written by Emily Bronte. So I got it all kinds of wrong. You got flip-flapped, reversed I flippy-flapped it. How dare you. I hate myself. (laughs) (laughs) 
A heath is an area of open, uncultivated land, especially in Britain, with characteristic vegetation of heather, gorse, and coarse grasses. Thank God you corrected me on that. But they also have it on this German island. Basically what you said, though. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you did. I guess. A heath bar Mm -hmm. is a candy bar made of toffee, almonds, and milk chocolate, first manufactured by the Heath Brothers Confectionery in 1928. Delia Owens and her ex-husband Mark Owens were prominent conservationists, and in the 1990s they lived in Zambia, making it their life's work to prevent poaching. But in 1995, their methods went a step too far when a suspected poacher was shot and killed. At the time, an ABC News crew was filming a documentary about the Owenses, but they didn't film the shooter, only the bullets being fired into the man's body. What? The couple left Zambia soon afterward and went back home to the United States. They are still wanted for questioning by the Zambian government. And you're telling me that's the woman who wrote Where, Where the, the Crawdads, Crawdads Sing, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a pretty interesting piece about hell? this whole story. And I don't know if it's, an, it might be Vanity Fair. I, I encourage you to read it, Danielle. I, I 100% it's fascinating. will. I'm... And, and there's, it's, it's fascinating. Okay. Read up on her. Read up on her. How do they shoot the... Or they get footage of the guy getting shot. That's what I said. That's, I, I, I don't understand that. So weird. It's bizarre. While in Africa, protect yourself from the CC fly with medium to thick clothes. Don't worry about the heat stroke. You'll survive that, maybe. Despite being a preventable and curable disease, 1.5 million people die from tuberculosis each year, making it the world's top infectious killer. Thank you. Okay. Are you ready? Buckle down. Nick Cannon's kids are named. Yeah. Onyx Ice Coal. Wait, those are three different names? Nope, that's one. Onyx Ice Coal mm-hmm. is one name. Mm-hmm. Cannon. Okay. Onyx Ice Coal okay, Cannon. Uh, the twins, oh, Moroccan Cannon and Monroe Cannon. That's with Mariah Carey. Uh, Golden Cannon. Rise Messiah Cannon. Powerful Queen Cannon. Okay. Um, Zion Mixolydian Cannon. Okay. Zillion Air Zillion, Air. Zillion is one name, and Air, H-E-I-R, is the middle name. So it's Zillionaire Cannon. Uh, Beautiful Zeppelin Cannon. Legendary Love Cannon. And Halo Marie Cannon. I mean, it's really, I'm really struggling right now. Yeah, so you understand why when I heard powerful... Whatever freedom, Free- oh freedom. sorry, freedom. He's look. He's has twelve kids. He's running out of names. That there's <laughs> no. There's so many names that aren't these dumb. And aren't no, these dumb? Aren't, aren't these this, dumb? Aren't they, <laughs> that aren't these dumb guys? Oh, it's just so gross. But it's like I just feel like you're saddling your kids. I guess he's like I have so much money. It's fine. Powerful queen, That's zillionaire, zillion. Kind of on its own, at least sounds kind of cool. But your name is Powerful? That's your first name? Powerful. Powerful. Take out the trash. You got to yell that at the playground. It's ridiculous. Also, they have to go to school. Like They probably just... They're homeschooling? Homes, uh, yeah. I don't know. It just... Uh, I mean, but who's nickname? home? What do you, what's short? What's Powerful? Short for Powerful. Pow, pow. Pow, pow. <laughs> 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 so she's automatically a grandfather. <laughs> Oh my god! Pow pow. pow pow, pow pow. Get over here. How do you look at a baby and go, "Hey, legendary"? Oh, it's just so yeah. Yeah, it's just it's wild. Yeah. On um, onyx ice. That that sounds like something. That's a perfume. Garen would drink. Oh yeah, we'd have to say to Garen. Garen, I think you're drinking on- too, too much onyx, onyx ice. ice. You're getting jaundice. Yeah. 
All right. Well, wow. That was illuminating, um, which is also probably his kid's next name. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> well, illuminating icon canon. <laughs> You're welcome, uh, Nick. <laughs> until next time, I guess. Remain, remain calm. calm.